there's some important things I wanted to pick your mind about. Uh, paid family leave in particular is something that your group has been working on for quite some time, not just over the last two months, but over the last few years. You were doing more work than the North Dakota legislative members were doing. And they overwhelmingly, without really giving it much thought, defeated it last week. They did. 16 to 77. How do we get here? You know, I'm not really sure how we got here, but I can tell you that I feel that the North Dakota legislature is really off base when it comes to the needs of the working families of North Dakota. Um, people need paid family leave. If the pandemic taught us anything, it was that we need to be able to take care of our health and not choose between a paycheck and staying home with a loved one. Mm-hmm. Um so they did not think about it too much this year. They went through hearing really quickly to the floor and to defeat, like, really quickly. Um, at the same time, you know, the topic that is everywhere right now is workforce, right? Right. We, are, we need workforce. Well, now we'll be competing not only with Minnesota, who is soon to pass paid family leave in their state, a South Dakota, Christy Nome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, South Dakota's got going to have paid family leave as right. well. And here we are in North Dakota, not even willing to examine the question at all. No, and that's where taking a step back for those that just casually observe the North Dakota legislative session, probably sleep better at night is what I would assume because you don't rack your head and say, why, where did they come up with this? But one thing that was offered in the last legislative session was just a study, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that you would have a, a an opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, to take the next two years in between sessions to dive in to see what other states are offering, to see what other businesses are offering, to figure out the impacts, answer questions of what it would look like in North Dakota. And they rejected that. They did. The, the, the legislature said, no, we don't even want to look at this. We don't want to roll our sleeves up. We don't want any homework. Just let's forget about this, please. And you bring up something as far as the timeline goes that I didn't even put together. During the COVID pandemic of the, the fluctuation of workforce, mm-hmm. it was in your face at that time of how many people were having to be home because either they or someone else is either ill with that or you have end-of-life care, you have new children. This is a pro-family policy. It's paid family leave. Yeah. They didn't want to study it. And what did I hear this time? They heard, uh, I heard because, well, we don't have answers to some of these questions. I mean, what would this do to businesses? What would this do to the state budget? They used not having those answers to defeat this bill because they didn't do their own homework, Amy. Right. Exactly right. Maddening. It is, is maddening. You know, the, you know, 40, I think it's 46% of North Dakotans don't have the ability at work to earn one day of paid sick leave. We have a large segment of our of our community who is either having to leave their jobs and not get paid or go to work sick. Mm-hmm. Which is ill-advised, <laughs> no pun intended yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it, what, what really stood out to me. And I've I've been invited to their panels, and I don't know if I will anymore, but the, the Chamber of Commerce in North Dakota, to sit and complain, say we can't find workers. There, there's not enough bodies to go out and, uh, you know, fill the roles. We have all this business interest. They're paying us membership fees so I can go lobby, and I'm Eric Spencer, whom I consider a friend, to go out and say we don't know and what this means for businesses that already offer it. Okay, then what are you doing as a business entity to spread that to other businesses? Get the state out of the business, and if that's what you want, but then do something on the private side. I'm seeing none of it. Nope. Not a thing from it. So they're, they're, they wonder why we can't find any workers. They wonder, yep. You know, I, I, folks, I get that pays a big part, but I think the, the priority of actually getting fulfilled out of a job and also having some flexibility to take care of a child, an elderly member of your family, yourself, that has been so far overlooked in North Dakota, and I don't know if we'll ever get past this. Yeah. You know, AARP was there testifying in support of the bill. 
you know, thinking about all the folks who are taking care of their elderly family as well. Mm-hmm. It, it spans our lifespans, really. Yeah. Pro-family policy. Well, it, yeah, it's pro-family from the beginning of life, which we talk a lot about in North Dakota, to the end of life. Yeah. It's, and it's the care that's provided, not necessarily in a nursing home, but from a family member that needs to be away from work. Yeah. And then have the uh, comfort and peace of mind knowing that that job will be there when they return. Amy, stick around. I, I, I want to pick up on a couple of other bills, again, that I think are pro-family that you guys have been working on. Going to get right back to my guest, Amy Jacobson, is joining me. I'm Tyler Axis, by the way, filling in for Joel Heidkamp. He will be back tomorrow. Uh, Amy, though, is the executive director of Prairie Action North Dakota. They've been working on some what I'm calling pro-family bills, one of them being paid family leave. And, Amy, there's a text that came in. Well, a lot of them that came in. Uh, one that stood out, though, was, was questioning about small businesses. And I'm trying to find how in the heck would a, a small business ever be able to afford four to six months of uh, paid family leave and i throw that question your way so the way the bill was written actually so we, uh, we're not at a point where it would be an, a voluntary program it's not a mandated program for businesses to be participating in and then the the employee and the employer would pay into that i think for small businesses there's going to be i mean that's why we have to be talking about and exploring it and seeing what other states do mm-hmm. but we do know that turnover costs it costs businesses an extraordinary amount of money and so the, when they can invest in their employees and their employees are happy and coming to work, um, that they're going to have to, if somebody's going to have to be out of work for a major health issue, they're going to have to deal with it, whether they have paid family leave or not. Yeah, that's a fair point. And talking about the other expenses that go in, but also to that, and that's why I bring up places like the Chamber of Commerce, right? I mean, get if you're not going to allow the state, if you're going to lobby against the state from even looking at this study and this doing the homework of what other places have done, what does work, what might not work in North Dakota. If you're not going to allow the state to collectively use their resources to address this, then what are you doing to address this is a question I keep having. Because there's a number of you out there saying this is no no place for the state, this is no place for the feds. Okay, well then what? Because there's a need here, and we're constantly hearing it from the workforce, and yet very few places are, are offering it. And to those that are, thank you. Um, on the other side of this, before I let you go, I mean, I know the time's ticking here. Uh, child care is something else that you guys have been working on. This is one of those we keep looking, we keep hearing, finally, maybe. Where are we sitting when it comes to the child care in North Dakota? So uh, what, I can, what I'll say, first of all, is that the child care workforce is what all other workforces are dependent on. And if we don't have a child care system that works and people can't go to work, businesses are going to struggle. And they are struggling. I don't know if you saw on Friday, the local, there were a couple of the, the largest child care providers had an emergency press conference in Fargo to demand action now. So what we have now is a Senate Bill 2301. It is in the Workforce Development Committee. It got a due pass recommendation. And so it will be voted on today in the Senate hopefully to move on to appropriations. What we do know is that over a dozen families, um, providers, and organizations were there to testify in support of this bill that would create a stabilization program for the workforce of child care. But they did have one caveat, and that was that there was not enough money allocated within this bill, and it actually needs to be tripled from where it's at. Tripled? Tripled in order to actually make it sustainable programs here in supplement the workforce i'm curious when it comes because when we get a due pass and we know that uh, the republicans have a very very large majority this is one of those issues it seems like they they've come to acknowledge something does need to be done yes and this is a bipartisan bill yep and so and we are definitely seeing people on both sides of the aisle working hard on this bill um we just need to make sure that uh our families the working families are 
need to have a priority right now. We're seeing a, we're not seeing that happen. And this is the opportunity of the state legislature to really take a look at what both families and businesses need. Because this crisis, like like I said, like yeah. this, it's there's no turning back. And it didn't pop up overnight. Either. It didn't pop up. Overnight. So if I'm going to talk ill of the chamber <laughs> when it comes to their efforts on paid family leave, it seems like they might be on board with this one. They've been talking a lot about child care uh-huh. um, over the last well, couple of years. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, maybe they're on board. We'll find out. I'll, I'll do my research on that. I got one more thing I want to throw your way. School, uh, we've talked at length on, on Afternoons Live on the eastern side of the News and Views Network. I know Joel Heidkamp has here on News and Views as far as uh, fully paid school lunches. Where does this sit right now? Um, so it's in committee, I think okay. even today. Um, we were looking at a school meal bill that would allow for all kids in North Dakota schools to have their meals paid for, much like they did through the pandemic, mm-hmm. so that we have healthy, functioning children at school. And we think it's an investment that we need to do. Well, and uh, that's another one I guarantee we'll be following along with uh, throughout the rest of this session. That is flying by, but not all, always smoothly flying by. Amy, what did I miss before I let you go? Um, I don't know that you missed. I think I think what, what we would like to say is the working families in North Dakota really need to become a priority. And we hope that these bills are the ones that the legislature decides to focus on. And pass. Well, thanks for the work that your group has done and organizing and then also informing some of us here on News and Views. A.B. Jacobson is the executive director of Prairie Action North Dakota. You can go there and check out more of their work.